Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm so excited about this show because we have some special guests. Ew. They are so amazing and they've been here f- as listeners for what, like a year now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a whole year. I have been thinking about this since I met them last year. And I was like, well, so what am I going to do? I got to I gotta bring my equipment. I didn't want to bring my fucking equipment. <laughs> Just the whole traveling in it. But I was like, this is the only place I'm going to be able to get a chance where we're all going to be together. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. So I just took a risk and put my shit in my bags. And you better come through. <laughs> put it through. So we have Lane and... You're going to butcher my name? Jax? That's, that's that works. Right. That's Is that right? right? That works. <laughs> Say it. Uh, Jexian Icaro. You, are, you, you make want the it full hard. name? Jexian. 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 Mm-hmm. Jexian or Icaro. Yes, you would have the easy name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I chose that on purpose. Fucks with the white people. Yeah, fucks with them. Like, stay on their toes. <laughs> so, a couple of weeks ago, we did a show about... Um, that kind of explored the idea of um, mm-hmm. non-binary. And the reason why we did it was a lot of people were sending us um, like emails and stuff talking about it. And I, I just discussed it. And somebody was like, mm, well, you should have some non-binary people on here. Mm-hmm. And I knew <laughs> you was like the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so like, exactly. I was, so I was like, I, I was so, like, Diamond, you better stop. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm coming to B Tag and I'm gonna have some motherfuckers for y'all. <laughs> so it's Stay cool. Back. Y'all just go listen now and then we go we go return to that motherfucking topic. <laughs> Stay tuned. Mia Mix was like, I don't want y'all to think. <laughs> that's her favorite. Oh, Take that mean, out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's staying. That's my favorite part, honestly. <laughs> like I, I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Mia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Z. She's Z's the man. Yeah. 
Yes. So Mia and Z are not here because oh. they haven't made it to be tech yet. They come in um, because they have motherfucking jobs. And we hate, you know, we, we hate slavery, but sometimes it's just necessary. And capitalistic slavery is real. Oh. <laughs> and so they had jobs and they won't be here till Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to talk to them. Um, so I brought some, you know. Three replacements. We're, we have replacements. Y'all done heard. I want to be Mia. Here before. <laughs> you oh, be Mia. Okay, I'll be Mia. I'm going to be fine. Mia. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yes, bitch. <laughs> right. You tried it. <laughs> it's that time again. Pot and lie. Why don't you come to Pot and Lie? NYC. Pot and Lie. Why don't you come to Pot and Lie? Why don't you come to Pod and Lie? Baby, there's no need to tell you. As far as I can clearly recall, Queen and Jay has been here for you. And you don't have to worry, it's free. Pod Alive NYC. And it's on year number three, baby. Don't you look no more like love without a limit. <laughs> Come on out to New York City at the Von Bar 3, Bleaker Street, to this year's Pot and Live celebration thrown by the one and only T with Queen and Jay. Two women is racing nerds that just want to create a space of black love where we can party and have some motherfucking good time. We might sip some tea. We might dismantle some white supremacy. <laughs> Bars, yeah. So come through. It's going to be May 11th at 4 p.m. So Saturday afternoon. You ain't got shit to do that's going to be better than this. See you there. Love you, babe. Love you, baby. Loving you. So let's explore some of um some of the things and we can get right into it. We can make it happen. We don't um we don't need to kind of sugarcoat things. There is a new um New wave. It's not new. Not new, but. (laughs) New awareness. New awareness, new Mm -hmm. vocal. Because sometimes because people weren't comfortable, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't say things. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's just coming to light. And we're new visibility. And um, we, (laughs) we, this is where we are. And for Mm -hmm. me, I think it's important because I think. It liberates a lot of us from a lot of things that are toxic to me mm-hmm. when it comes to the binary. So that's why I got y'all here. So let's explore the first thing. Right. Okay. You want to go first or me? We're ready. Mm-hmm. You can go first. Well, I feel like I always go first. No, family, you don't. Are you sure? <laughs> you made me start all the stuff today. <laughs> Did I? I don't remember that, but whatever. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. Discontention. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I believe the binary is very much a white colonial thing. Like, uh-huh. that that happened with white people, like, straight up. Like, our people 
long time have been like we if you are built like a warrior you are a warrior if you are built for foraging you are a forger if you are built for shamanism you are a shaman and a medicine person um so this is how i feel like our people have been and then white folks came here with their little bible and they were like so there's a man and a woman adam and eve you have to pick one if you don't fit into that we're gonna kill you basically so conform or die um and that's where i see the binary as um and for me growing up it was i i am afab um i was assigned assigned female at birth from like you don't you know you don't know what gender is as a child like that's mm-hmm. not something you're taught until like i don't know maybe five like mm-hmm. i think around five ish is when kids kids start to be like i'm a boy i'm a girl well i i think it's two Oh damn! Oh, shit, my bad. Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> I think they they well, recognize their gender too. Well, I wasn't one of those children because I <laughs> no. didn't I didn't pick a gender until it was forced upon me. They were like, actually, mm-hmm. you're a girl, so right. you actually need to play with these dolls. Or well, that's what I mean. They're learning right. concepts of gender. Too. Right, 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 right. Um, and but my mom was very, very. She didn't really force gender roles on me. It was mm. society as a whole that did. Gotcha. Um, my mom was very accepting in that way. She was like, I don't care. She's like, I knew like you like girls since you were like seven. Like I've known <laughs> since then. And I was like, yes. Okay, cool. So that conversation was real easy. That Hey, mom, I like girls. She's like, I know. Turn the TV mm-hmm. back on. I was like, oh, shit. Um, but when I started to transition um, into quote unquote male um, and start to take hormones and things like that, um she didn't she was like oh okay she's like i just thought you were like girls i didn't know you like like you wanted to be a boy mm-hmm. um but okay like we'll, we'll roll with it um so then i decided after living and walking in the shoes of a quote-unquote man for about two years um that this box that y'all have put me in is also just as comfortable as the first one that i had i don't like these boxes as uncomfortable yes yeah and get me out of these boxes i don't like them i still feel just as dysphoric um mm. as before as before my hormones before mm. i got my beard before all that mm-hmm. um so i stepped back for a second and had a conversation as, except for this one it almost felt like this was a choice you thought you wanted to yes. be making where the other ones would just put on you correct mm-hmm. um because it was a oh so if being a girl is uncomfortable then the logical conclusion in the binary is you to jump to a man yeah. and see if because it's only two genders right, right. there's only two. come on now <laughs> only two. Keep up. <laughs> Only two, left shoe, right shoe. Right. <laughs> um, and so that's what I jumped to. I was like, I have to be a man. That's what. So I'm going to put on these roles. Um, I'm going to perform as a man. And that was just as bad. So I had a conversation with my inner child, um, reverting back in, like, through therapy. I was like, these, my inner child had it right the first time. Like, mm. baby was like, we not picking none of that. That's not us. We, we are... All and none of this. We are mm. godly. We are of the universe. We are literally made of stars. Did you know that a supernova, that all of the elements that we have from, uh, like, yeah. all of them, all the heavy heavy elements, come from star explosions. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, our bones, our blood, all of that. We are literally dead stars. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I am not your binary bullshit, and I'm not going to play it. Thank you. So, when we were told, we're talking about, we just sarcastically said there's only two genders. Um, and a lot of times that is something that people say when, um, as a, like a, like a response to our existence as Mm -hmm. trans people, as gender nonconforming people, as non-binary people, it's always, 
pick one. There's only two genders. Pick one. So, mm-hmm. what is your response to it's only two genders? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say. If you want to limit yourself in that way, go ahead. But that's not for me. And I think it's a detriment. Even talking about cis people, like the constructs mm-hmm. of gender affect all of us. And a lot yeah. of times, cis people don't even recognize like how much they have very Give much one example because it's always like that. Like Give you one limiting example. yourself, like. Um, Men can't wear makeup, mm-hmm. so they never even try. Right, never even try, and and they really do because all the anchors and right, but it's and, stigmatized. Yeah, it's, it's stigmatized. Right. When you hear them say it, right. you'd be like, "Oh, y'all wear makeup." Like yeah. you, you, it's you think of like Doctor Phil wear makeup. Yeah. You wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> no, I had we were doing for my job um, a workshop, and we asked the cis folks to like think about it, um, and we had woman one woman who shared who. Um, just mentioned that like regularly in her house it was like girls aren't good at math and science and she was like now I do psychology like I never even tried math and science but like I actually like math and science like right. how much like these ridiculous into, gender things right breed into our decisions of how we move through space how we see ourselves mm-hmm. etc I hate math and <laughs> even like clothes having yep. to as a woman's dress a certain way to be seen as a woman to be Mm -hmm. to feel attractive to feel Mm -hmm. um anything like that those kind of boxes where Mm -hmm. if i'm not high femme i shouldn't feel attractive i gotta feel laid back or underdone and Mm -hmm. so those rules and how that affects so i totally get it which i feel also is like a complete disservice to women in general like Mm -hmm. cis women and trans women because like that's being performatively female is so much work. Like I could not mm-hmm. do it. Like <laughs> that's I why I was do like, it. I was like, nah, I'm not. Uh-uh, no, I'm not doing that. Like mm. that's too much work, and it's dangerous as fuck. Yeah, like. Real. And then men, the toxicity of not if you don't fit that boring ass blue, brown, navy, black. <laughs> gray. gray. I look great in those colors, but yes. <laughs> right. Same. And other colors. Because yes. <laughs> we're not limited. Right. right. So seeing them trying to navigate their space in that space and not being able to live outside of the box without being called gay, without right. being called anything outside of that boring ass box. Right. And then when they do, it's just oh right. right. Yeah, no. We were talking about um even ourselves, like right there's this invisibility where you move through this space and folks, I think it's difficult like being within the trans community because I see wonderful, beautiful black trans women I want to love on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey sis, and they like, this nigga trade. Right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm not look, trying to look like, at holler me right at now. you. Trade down. <laughs> like, right, like I'm not trying to holler at you. I'm trying to like appreciate you and like mm-hmm. have you recognized, mm-hmm. but you can't even see that. And that's mm-hmm. very much because testosterone is hella Strong. strong right like it's a lot easier for trans men trans masculine folks who have started mm-hmm. hormone therapy to blend the fuck in That's right just real. because right. testosterone is a, t- is a stronger chemical than estrogen that's yeah. right yeah the the, mm. the changes that happen from testosterone aren't reversible mm-hmm. whereas if you start with estrogen and then you go to testosterone it's like estrogen never really even happened besides right. secondary sex traits like breasts right like that's about it mm. that's all we gotta struggle with so what about people who say um you we really need to try to fit into society because that's just how the world is and stop trying to like rock the boat or, and really get them to accept us 
Um, I say I don't do that with my blackness, and I ain't about to do it with my damn gender. I say, <laughs> I mean, I ain't trying to do not no not shit. And I mean, I've had other black folks who say like that's not black, right? Been called the whitest black person ever, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. This is what my black looks like, and I ain't got no goddamn shame about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna show up the same way in my gender. I don't got no goddamn shame about it. And you if that's what you want to do for your comfortability, for your safety, I'm gonna respect that, and that's your truth, and you can walk in that shit. But not me, honey. I got some boots on. Right. I'm not doing that. Right. And on that note, I want to mention that a lot of binary trans people believe that non-binary and gender non-conforming people want to erase the binary. Girl, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I I am completely, I'm going to validate you no matter what. If your pronouns are she, her, hers, or your pronouns are he, him, his, yes, you better fucking work that. And I am here for you and I will support you 110% with that. But at the same time, I want you to respect me. Like, why mm-hmm. do I not get the same thing? When it hurts when somebody misgenders you, it hurts when somebody misgenders me, and it hurts even more when it's from my own community. I can't right. tell you how much it stings when it comes from somebody who should know better. Right. So what about people who feel like you coming into a label that I accept or claiming a label that I accept and not... I heard a girl tell me the other day when we were having a discussion, she she was like, I'm coming in this group, this support group, with nothing that is a trans woman support group. And then somebody comes in and they have on a dress and a beard and all this stuff that is non-conforming, but they're saying they are women. Mm-hmm. How can you prescribe to this label of being a woman but then you're not fitting to it. If you're non-binary, don't subscribe to that label. Right. I think these are, again, limitations that we put on ourselves mm-hmm. that only does harm to herself. They're cis women with beards, honey. Yeah. <laughs> we grow hair, at least for myself, before transition, hormonal Same. transition. I didn't shave my goddamn legs. I didn't shave Same. my nothing. My body grows hair, and I let mm. it do that because I... I saw no point in removing it. My body's doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let it do what it needs to do. And there's some cis women with some real bushy mustaches and some chin hairs mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. If they want to choose to mm-hmm. shave that, to conform to their beliefs of femininity, right. that's their choice. But also, they are still women, even if they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And why is it that um, it's never cis women's gender that is mm. questioned when... Things like that come up. If they have a beard, oh, that's still a woman. If they have leg hair and armpit hair and things like that, oh, that's still a woman. But when mm-hmm. it's a trans woman who's like, yes, I am a trans woman, but I don't want to shave my beard. Why is it that we question the trans woman's gender when that mm-hmm. happens? Like, I don't understand that. I don't understand why you're going to sit there and affirm this this woman over here, but you're yes, not going to affirm your you sister no sitting over here. Because they, they right. value vagina. Mm-hmm. They value... And I'm like, girl, that's some internalized that, trans yeah. right. and trans misogyny. Like, let, baby, let's work on that. Mm, because w- internally, that's saying, right. because you have a vagina, you get the pass to be right. able to have your beard, to be able to have this kind of queer, physical body self without getting it questioned. But mm. we don't want to do it to ourselves. We got to put ourselves in that box. Right. Yeah. And I mean, same time, like, some of us were able to grow beards doing that. But I know there's some folks who are assigned male at birth who don't want to get rid of their beard honey they, i'm still a woman i just got some hair <laughs> okay you better rock the shit out of it put some glitter in it dye it do whatever you need to do if that validates your femininity and your womanhood then i'm all for it because that's all i give a shit about is you being comfortable with yourself so in regards to ro- your thoughts on 
rocking the boat what, so they can accept us? What is your response to that? Since when has that ever worked? Right. It just hasn't. <laughs> right. It hasn't gonna, worked. Right. Why are we going to start never now? Never in freedom has anybody gotten, like, never in Free. history. <laughs> Hello. 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 There we go. Let me do what the master said right. to do so I can get free. Right. Never in the history of there being freedom. Just keep my head down. Keep doing have we my ever work. gotten anything from just being like, yo, you know what, master, you right. You better whip me good. Right. I, I need it. Thank you. That doesn't work like that. Like... Don't victim blame people. Like it's not it's not our fault. It's it's not gender nonconforming and non-binary folks' fault that cisgender people treat us treat us all like this. This is the system that we were born into. This is the the rules that we have to play by, and we are just choosing to play by different rules um, because I don't know. We fuck your game. <laughs> the yeah, rules it doesn't are bullshit. work for you right. The rules right. are jacked. They're stacked. They rigged. But not none of us. <laughs> rigged as fuck. Yeah, no. I think one of the points you made, and we've been making throughout, we're at B Tech, so we've um, been making this throughout the conference. Like, that's a part of our job to be able to lead the revolution. And this mm. is a part of the revolution mm. of giving people freedom from the boxes of gender that that are rooted in patriarchy that mm-hmm. we are trying to dismantle. So, um, what about. Wait, hold up. With something with something on that, um, mm-hmm. we there's such a like I mentioned earlier in the group in our group, um, there's such a stigma with quote unquote detransitioning. Mm. Um, it's seen when somebody's playing with their gender that they're detransitioning or they're not committing or mm. um, something along those. Or lines. Or they're making a mockery, right. right? Of my real if I'm a if I'm a quote unquote if I'm a binary right. trans person, you're making a mockery. You're making the um cisgender people hate us you're making yeah. the cisgender people more confused right. these motherfuckers yeah. want to be confused and it, right but it goes back to that victim blaming like don't put that on me babe like i'm not here to discount your truth that is your truth mm-hmm. and nobody else's but don't sit here and penny nickel and dime my truth mm-hmm. like i have just as much value as you do in this community and right now, our movement is just starting to take off because we're just starting to be seen. We've been here forever, mm. but we just starting to be seen. And right. it, it, it makes me sad. Did you know that Marsha P. Johnson identified as non-binary? I've heard it, yeah. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, ooh, ooh, like what? Because I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Nobody told me that. She's mm-hmm. just a trans woman out the gate. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And she like, so there's. I've heard her use both languages recently. And you can be. Yeah. You can be. I know non-binary trans men. I know non-binary trans Trans women. women. Right. Yeah. You can hold multiple identities. So explain the difference between GNC and non-binary. At least for me, this is Lane speaking. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when we have questions of like, why is LGBT together? A big part of that is in like law legally it's based out of like discrimination against sex and sexual orientation and gender identity by being those sexual minorities gender minorities Mm -hmm. we are deviating from the norm so we are gender non-conforming all of us which is how lgb ends up with the t as well right Um, but i think right in that lgb can be gender non-conforming like we were talking about butch lesbians if they present themselves masculinely move through the world that way get treated in that sort of way but still identify as women still right. identify as lesbian they're gender non-conforming right i mean same time i think right based on how you see things 
for them valid if they see that as this is how my womanhood looks there ain't nothing they don't have to see themselves as masculine right like they see this is how my femininity presents itself and this is femininity not masculinity and that's for them to decide for themselves what that looks like self-identifying is so important right but as a non-binary person like for me i identify as gender fluid really a gender fucker because i'm here to fuck everybody up <laughs> that's, how, that's what this is stay on your toes people stay ready I say if you stay guy. ready you ain't gotta get ready honey <laughs> expect uh, the unexpected uh, okay um but part of being non-binary i was also assigned female birth um started taking testosterone medically transitioning almost three years ago um and as has come up in conversation um with community members for afab folks it seems that for a lot of us, we did not want to fuck around femininity. We didn't want to do it before because we were read as cis women. Mm-hmm. But once being able to medically transition and come from a base of people seeing us as men, then we had more of a freedom to mess around with our femininity. Mm-hmm. It felt more comfortable to put on a dress or try painting your nails, right, or do all these other things because, and this in itself is like its own problem, we had discussions about, okay, straight off your trade, you're just seen as a dude, and then you open your mouth, and they're like, oh, you're a gay man. Right, instantly gay. Right. Right. Like, girl, girl, no, I will fuck you down. (laughs) I'm here for you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but at least for me, like, I move in the masculinity, but I feel comfortable presenting femininely at times. Um, I think a big part of it is people might think binary folks like we just doing this shit full time, blah, blah, blah. We live in a world where we are very conscious of the fact that we move through binary spaces and we consciously have to make choices every day, just like binary trans folks do, um, to make decisions and be very conscious about how Mm -hmm. we present, how we take up space, how we're affecting the other people who are in those rooms. I still think about even when I feel unsafe going into the men's restroom if I'm presenting femininely, et cetera, et cetera. If I got facial hair, I think about going into the women's restroom and thinking about like the consequences of that, like right. the uncomfortability that puts women in coming from someone who's assigned female birth and can understand that, et cetera, et cetera. But same time, now I have to limit myself as an individual and am right setting up barriers for myself on the basis and for other community members and that makes no sense if we're really doing this thing i should be able to fully make that choice as well so at least for me like my gender non-conformity comes out of like me being masculine of center um, but presenting femininely in a lot of cases i don't mm-hmm. always necessarily identify or am perceived as gender non-conforming because i can be mask and be heavy mask like that's how I move through space and identify myself and express myself, et cetera. Um, but the times that I'm not, that's definitely non-conforming. Right. But all of it, I'm non-binary the whole time. Right. As someone as fluid, I feel like there's very rare, rare times when I ever feel like I'm a woman. Um, but there's definitely oh, a feel fluid. That. There's definitely a fluidity. I would say there's maybe one day a month. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe five. Honestly, and I think maybe like, five. at least for me, I honestly think it's like timed up with like what my cycle used to be. That's real. Mm. Like at the peak of it, I feel like super. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> right. but, but the rest of the time, this shit's a wave, and I'm doing anything. Mm-hmm. Well, and while you have that, like, I feel like one like one day out of the month, I feel like a woman, and the rest of the time, like, I feel like I'm a man or whatever. I don't have any of that. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I'm a woman at all. There's no way I could fulfill that obligation. I don't feel like I'm a man at all. There's no way I can do that. Like, but it took my masculinity to love my femininity. It took mm. me. It took me being able to navigate through the world as a quote unquote man to be able to be like it, to really appreciate my mm. femininity and just fall in love with. Speak it. that. Like, oh my God, I love how like quote unquote faggy I am. Mm. Like, speak that. I love it so much, and it throws so many people off. And it's really, it's heartbreaking sometimes when you like when like you walk up to somebody and you feel them and you're like, hey, like what's up? And they're like, hey, but then like. You get to talking and they're like, oh, like you're faggy. <laughs> like, cause you look at me, like y'all can't see me cause like, you know, I got a face for radio. Um, but like, I look real butch. Like I look like trade, like half the time because mm-hmm. like that's how I feel comfortable moving through the world because men are scary and they leave me alone if I look like this. Mm. Um, unless they want to fight, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but when women see that they're like oh yes like he is a beautiful that is a beautiful man and i'm like but i'm not though Mm. i I can't fulfill that i can't fulfill that fantasy for you because it's not me Mm. and i've tried to um with my past partners i've tried to be this machismo like muy muy look i'm not nope we're not even gonna do that (laughs) (laughs) like i'm i'm just no estoy un hombre like i'm not and i can't I can't even try to be because it puts me in this headspace that is just so toxic to everybody around. Right. And Do I, you, okay. Um, just talking about like gender constructs and like all that other stuff. I think like, again, it affects like cis and trans folks, even in our community. Right. I've been with trans women. I'm very vocal about being non-binary and I would say not saying only trans women, but in my experiences, it's normally been trans women mm-hmm. or trans feminine folks. And we're like, oh, you're non-binary, gender fluid. Okay, honey, you're doing all the thing. The second I show up looking as good as they be looking, they don't like that shit. Right. They, they got to be the arm candy. Like, I am the masculine part of their feminine part. And no, honey, we can both be feminine and wonderful. Get you a man who can do both, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the best of both worlds. No, don't ever say that. If sister no. people are listening, don't, don't say that. That's not for y'all. No. It's for us. Thank Keep you. Keep that. That's the <laughs> Um... So what about is this single is this statement true? Transgender yes. means <laughs> no. <laughs> Transgender means going from male to female or female to male, and that's it. No. no. Why? I think but, some of us don't even start in those places. Like we're already taking intersex folks out of the conversation. Right. Uh, With that. Right. Right Period. there already, um, and that was brought up in our space as well. Is that there is this. Right, there's this very intentional effort to get rid of intersex folks. Mm-hmm. They talk about for the number of redheads you know, you, there are that many intersex people. Right. It's not not common. Right. right? Um, but it's very much like, oh, you're intersex if you're, you know, congenitally, you have these very sexual variations. And so they have I really want to do all these things. Think about that number. Mm-hmm. What they just said was. The amount of redhead people that you see, I want you to think about in your whole life, mm-hmm. the amount of redheads that you see, mm-hmm. that is the amount and the frequency that an intersex person of different variations is born in the world. And exists. Just and exists. Without mm-hmm. you even knowing. Without you even knowing. Right. 
That's a lot of fucking people because I know a, a lot, lot of redheads. Of right. <laughs> I know a lot of redheads. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. But let's break down the vernacular of that. Like, mm-hmm. Let's break down the white man's English of that. Transgender. What okay. does trans mean? To move from one thing to another. Across. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. To move across. So that doesn't mean like you start from this and you go to this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there's this is your, your beginning and this is your final destination. That's mm-hmm. not what that means. That means you went from this to something else. Mm-hmm. Anything else. It doesn't matter. Like in like going back to um, white colonialism, that you're erasing like an entire fucking <sighs> two-spirit people. Like Yep. And I think same time like jumping into that, I was having a conversation with a person here who identified as two-spirit and I was like rep that i appreciate that we just happen to bump into each other and have that conversation but they asked that they had missed the empower them track um and they said i identify as two spirit and i'm not sure where i should go what us mm. you ours right i said you ours <laughs> we to catch off for everybody else <laughs> hello um but i was like there were two spirit folks in our space who voiced that so i'm not saying that that's where you have to go wherever you feel most comfortable is where you should go but also that's where we have gone Um, And they asked me about my identity, and I had told them that originally I had very heavily identified as Two-Spirit. My last name's Little John. My family is Cherokee. I unfortunately don't have connections with that part of the family. Um, And I think for a lot of folks, especially black folks, our access to indigeneity is very cut off because of white supremacy. Right. Um, And I just appreciate having this conversation with this person because I had mentioned that I very heavily identified that way. I had a mentor who was a white passing indigenous person. And when I had started exploring my gender and felt this comfortability and I told them that I identified as two spirit, they told me no. And I disconnected from that very strongly because I felt like that was something I was not allowed to access. Mm. Um, And having this conversation with this person earlier today, they're like, fuck that, honey. I was like, shit, you be the keynote speaker. <laughs> I was like, you tell me to get hand my shit over. straight. I was like, you're right. Maybe Put your I selfie over reclaim. my face. Right. I was like, maybe I should reclaim that shit because I should. Right. Mm-hmm. End of story. Oh, my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Binary trans people say mm-hmm. that they feel 
like the girl last night, but she felt like she was scared. She felt like she was, mm. I didn't believe it. And I called her out. I was like, you were fucking scared of a person with a blue beard sitting next to you. Are you going to call the group. cops? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Really? You like you were scared. Safety. Is that the right language? Mm-hmm. You were scared. So you thought they were going to hurt you. You were uncomfortable. Right. right. Sitting there. You was right. Sitting there. <laughs> I say. Sitting it. Learn yeah. from it. Yeah. It's okay. That mm-hmm. is your biggest teacher is sitting and being uncomfortable in every in every aspect of your life. If you are uncomfortable in a situation, sit there for a second. Mm-hmm. You're like, why am I uncomfortable? White right. people, if you are uncomfortable around a black person, sit there for a second. Why am I uncomfortable with this right now? Mm-hmm. Just just sit there. Just so sit I feel there. like you're trying to destroy the binary. Mm. I am. <laughs> <laughs> You can still mess around with it. You saw my agenda. <laughs> right. <sighs> the big the rain. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it, too. Right. For you meddling, like, what, is, what, what are y'all again? Are y'all bi- binary? The, the binaries. The binaries. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for the binary yes. trans. You meddling kitties. Um, you meddling trannies. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please brand it? I want a t-shirt. I want a meddling trannies. New band. I want a t-shirt. Oh, that would be a cool ass fucking t-shirt. Hello. I want it. Graphic design. Got it. Thank you. I'm trying to destroy the binary. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling (laughs) trannies. If I I mean (laughs) that's a t-shirt. If I could note that. In a way, like comment on that. I feel like in my conversations to other people, I feel like a lot of us have come across like cis people who are like, oh my God, you're so inspirational. You're doing the thing. Right. You're living your truth. All this shit, blah, blah, blah. I've had binary folks who have said that shit to me. And I think like, right, this just goes to show like how much this construct is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like how much this harms all of us in the first place. And I think it goes to show for those of us who feel like they don't like cis people, right? At least for me, I think that admiration sorry people it comes out of jealousy like in a way like we have the freedom like they Mm -hmm. admire us because we say fuck it we say this is what's comfortable to us this is what's best for us and this is the fucking life we're gonna lead because this is what we need to do for ourselves be free and that would be so strange for me to sit and listen to a trans person tell you that in the same way that a cis person does like i get it from them cis people are usually boring (laughs) they're usually um you, you know they vanilla. don't vanilla they, vanilla that's what they right. do so for a trans person to say that oh you're so inspiring but that's in their white feminist voice <laughs> <laughs> you're so inspiring i wish i could be just that's like what you. we are though so so why where trans is like cis 2.0 it's like oh we level uh-huh. up. like non-binary gnc is like trans 2.0 we mm-hmm. we on another level like mm-hmm. we have broken these chains that we that have been placed on us. We've taken these shackles off and we mm-hmm. flying through this gender fuckery. Um, like goddamn flamingos. I'm a flamingo. I don't know <laughs> what you are. <laughs> right. And I think like mentioning I brought this up in group, millennials and generation Z are identifying as non binary and Gen just Z. out of it more than ever before. And really it's only a matter of time. That doesn't necessarily mean the binary doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It just means a lot of us are saying, this is not for me. Right. And that's completely all right. Like, it's not new. That's not, I want right. to say, I keep wanting to say, yeah, it's yes, it's a new. new wave. But it's not new. It's just, 
To me, it, it's like the front. To me, in my mind, I, I I think of like this the final frontier for me when we talk about centering the least among us. Like that is something that to mm -hmm. me frees everybody on yeah, up. It's the final key. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like like yo, like all the bullshit in regards to how we have to dress, or how we have to right. navigate the world. Like to me, if I, if I if I if if this if this non-binary person can exist, if I come out of the world with a little bit of stubble, that really doesn't fucking mm -hmm. matter. I'm free to it, be it, able to it not be this perfect. Yeah, right. I'm not, I don't up. have to be perfect. Right. But let's, let's also um, acknowledge that we are not the last frontier. Right. Real. Um, like, because we still got intersex people that are hella invisible. Real. Like, mm -hmm. and they, d there are intersex people who do not identify as trans and mm -hmm. don't identify as GNC. They are, they are intersex and that's how they identify. Right. Um, and they are completely erased across the board. Mm -hmm. um, so Medically, like the doctors yeah. practice immediately. Yeah. Less yeah. Right. Mutilating, mutilating right. babies. Well, yeah. And that's what I was bringing up before was like, right. That is that even that is that understanding of right. like intersex. But part of that is like wanting to limit like right with the gatekeeping of what trans is right. gatekeeping of what intersex is because if more people identify as intersex, they're fucked. Because they're trying to get rid of intersex people. Mm -hmm. And more people we talked about in our group. Um, a couple of us who were assigned female birth were diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic mm -hmm. ovarian syndrome. That Explain means, that. Uh, you going to have some cysts growing on your ovaries. They stuck a tube they in me. Hurt. They were looking at my ovaries. They said, honey, do you see all those bumps? I said, yes. They said, those are eggs. I said, am I a goddamn sow? <laughs> <laughs> do I give birth to litters? What is this? And it's just like eggs that are supposed to like go out and do the thing, but they don't. And a lot of times that's connected to having higher, just as is natural levels of testosterone. Mm -hmm. And so that changes, right? How the, what is considered like cis, everything lining up, everything doesn't line up. And right. in that case, if you understand that as intersex, there's a much bigger, you know, demographic of, of people and, who and identify as intersex. And again, the medical industry then gets fucked by this of trying to get rid of these people because more of us are then identifying that right. way. Intersex is mostly um, defined as primary sex traits, mm -hmm. right? Not secondary sex traits. So if like, so if a, a person with, um, what do you call it? P, I can Picos, never say. Uh, I'm PCOS. PCOS, if um, like my sister has this, um, she grows a beard. Yep. And mm -hmm. is also balding. Like. Yep. And just this last year, finally decided to shave. She's like, I can't like her her head, mm -hmm. and she's like, I can't do this anymore. And we have women around here, cis women around here, walking around with full beards because mm -hmm. like this is the way that they were born. I can't pronounce her name, but the the Sikh yeah. girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she still identifies as a woman. It's not like yeah. because you have that now you have to identify as non-binary. Right. Now no. you're right but like it's, uh, I'm a this woman. is a part of my womanhood. Right. right. This is right. just how it is. Honey. My religious says I can't cut shit. So here you go. With <laughs> right. His, with his thick full beard. Here you go. Right. Enjoy. Right. Luscious. Luscious. Going to get it done every night. Right. <laughs> Putting flowers right. and shit in it. Right. I was like, I was like, let me go to the salon and get my beard shampooed. Damn, I never <laughs> thought of that. Let me just lay back. Right. Um, but yeah. But I was thinking about. Even going a little bit further, when it's, when we talk about intersex and what we consider intersex, I think sometimes it really stops the genitalia or the mm -hmm. in the between primary the legs. sex tricks. Mm -hmm. 
But I feel like if your brain went one way, the structure, not mine, I'm not talking about mm-hmm. what my mind and my feelings, but if your brain, which studies have shown in mm-hmm. trans folks, that their brain goes one way and their body goes another, if your literal brain structure goes one way and your body goes another way in regards to your actual, the sex, like the female male sex, mm-hmm. wouldn't that still be considered intersex? Like because your this body it's part inside, went this way. Right. And this body part went another way and expanding our mindset of what we consider intersex. I think about that as well, too. I don't know. I feel like there were studies that debunked that. Oh, that trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, we're using binary white trans folks anyway. So it's like this shit is still not for Mm -hmm. us. And again, it was very much like stereotypical. I don't know about you, but stereotypical. Like I've known for forever. At a yeah. young age, mm-hmm. I, I, I was hated born dresses. in the wrong body. Right, I hated dresses. I couldn't do that shit. Oh hell no! I look cute as shit in a dress. What are you talking about? I, <laughs> I looked cute as shit in a dress. I didn't want right, to wear it, but right, I looked cute. Right, I look great. <laughs> I enjoy painting my nails. I enjoy painting my nails now. Me too. Intersex, I think, like I don't actually know the definition and what they go like medically go by, but mm-hmm. it seems to me like they go off primary sex traits, not secondary sex traits, because you have. Um, men who have like cisgendered men who have breasts and right. that's the way that they have formed and those uh, are secondary that's a secondary sex, uh, sex trait a beard is a secondary sex trait right like these are all and and i feel like within those things that is also intersex and that should be included within the intersex thing but you know medic medics, medicine weird yeah and they want us to be they right. want it to be easy yeah. they right. want it to be cut and dry these two yep. so we give you we, we can Make it easy for your child to grow up if you just choose one. What is the definition? Is like if it's under an inch, it's a clit. If it's over mm-hmm. two inches, it's a penis. <laughs> yes, literally. Um, so, and, so anything within the gray area between one and two inches, they medically mutilate Adjust. babies. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. and I mean like for that, it's like oh, again, it's all based out of this like cis hetero like blah 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 like oh. Your parents want a girl or some shit like this is not how it is. Oh, well, we're going to make it easier, honey. We're going to open this hole for your husband when you're older. Right. I'm, I'm four years old. What the hell are you talking about? Right. Like, this is not even stuff that right. You don't like even great. get bodily autonomy over your your own like your own body. Mm. Right. And I had that same thing. I again, my that was in my family. Like my mom had an ovary removed because of cysts, et cetera. Literally from the first period I had, I was doubled over, blacked out. Like mm-hmm. I could not function with these Mine things. Was terrible too. From the very first one, I went to the gynecologist like, hello, please remove this. But what if your husband wants to have children? Literally what I got. I was a 12-year-old human being, and I got, what about your husband? I said, when you find him, (laughs) let me know. Tell him this shit hurts. So fuck that. I'm like, first of all, like, hello, ladies. Like, I was like, I ain't gonna have a goddamn husband. Cackles and lesbian. Right. (laughs) Hard lesbian. Uh, But, like, right, there was that. And then also... At least for me, I was like, if my husband is trying to force me to do all this shit that I don't want to do, that's a real shitty husband. I'm like, not marrying you. Right. I was like, <laughs> from a very young age, I knew I did not. I I hate kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't I like love kids. kids. I don't. Like, the idea of having kids is, like, not appealing to me ever. That though. So the fact that so much of it was, like, buried into, like, what about your husband? All this other stuff. If I was really going to marry my husband and do all this other stuff, I hope he would know I wasn't planning on having no kids in the first place. Right. So the last thing that he should be doing is pushing me to keep some ovaries that I don't want, I don't need, and are actively harming me. Right. Like, I love kids, but I never want to have a child. 
ever. I don't want to birth anything, nothing ever at all. That just seems so painful. Ow. Mm. <laughs> That's a Ow. whole ass human. I could see myself, honestly, I feel like it has changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I could potentially do it. I think in a way it was like a way for me to like separate it, like the idea of like surrogacy. Like I could carry for someone else, but I feel like a big part of that is like it is a separate thing mm-hmm. for me. Like I'm in a way like able to separate it, but seeing it like for myself is like this is my family structure and I have a partner. I'm gonna have two point five kids and do <laughs> nope. That's something that I can't. Whereas really I just imagine. think of the alien. You know, like uh, around nine months when they start to push on the walls. Let me tell you that my cousin was like, here, paint an Easter egg on my belly. And I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. She was like, no, please. So I did. I painted the Easter egg. But this baby starts kicking him like in her tummy. And I was like, Mm-mm. no, some alien shit is going to bust out and eat me. That's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Look, that's you can cute. see that. You can see the handprint. No. <laughs> Kill it with fire. <laughs> Interesting. Um, We veered away. No, I think that's cool because I think, I think that's a part of the thing of getting out of that box. Because I know cis women who, when we're talking about allowing people to do what the fuck they want to do, it's cis women like I don't want to fucking have kids. Hello, and for same reasons or different reasons. I read an article not too long ago, um, that was written by a woman that had like either 11 or 13 abortions, like somewhere in between that. And she was like in her early 30s. And she was like, I have been since a teenager, since my first period, trying to get like my tubes tied, get my shit removed. Like I'm not trying to do this. But because for a lot of folks, they'll tell you until you have your first child or until you're 35, they're not going to touch it. They're not going to touch it. Because she wasn't at that age. She went through having an abortion. That is so traumatic. Over 10 times. Right. That is so traumatic because mm-hmm. they just wouldn't respect her enough to listen to what, what she, she wanted. wanted. Right. Which was take it. And if you would have just taken it, none of this other stuff would have happened. Well, what if? What about the babies? Get, what if we you change get your mind? Older. Yes. The, the I'll itself? adopt, honey. I will <laughs> adopt. I'm right, so which confused. makes more sense within this society anyway, right? Adopting uh-huh. makes more sense. There's such, th- like, to me, because I never really grew up with a biological family, so I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my Real. mother, and she is a super toxic person. We do not talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I have half siblings, but none of them look like me. They all look like my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look very, very distinctly different. Um, so I don't understand biological family. So the need to procreate just wasn't something that was ingrained in me. And it's also not something that I want to do because I also have a lot of trauma that I don't want to pass on. Right. Mm. Like, I don't want to do to this kid what my mother did to me, which, like, I wouldn't because I've gone through therapy and stuff. Like, I've dealt with my trauma-ish, so I'm still working on it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> that's a process. That's all. Right. That's <laughs> a process you're going to do your whole life. But it's not something... Because I know that it's that's you're gonna pass that on no matter what. Like mm-hmm. that's there's gonna be something that seeps out of your toxicity that's gonna pass on to this other little living thingy, and I don't want I don't want that I don't want to bring a, I don't want to bring something into this world. I don't want to bring a baby into this world and have them live this life. Like mm. this, the you don't life, think that's re- reactionary? Possibly, possibly it's mm-hmm. very possible. Mm-hmm. But that, like that's my truth. Like I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I have several friends within this community who are, feel the same way. They're like, I don't mm-hmm. want to bring a baby into this. Also, with just the way our world is going, mm-hmm. like it's predicted within the next hundred years that we're not we're not gonna be here. Hello. 
And that's a very Especially if it keeps going Right It's getting a little hot We don't have nothing <laughs> It's getting a little hot A little warm A little real warm I'm not wearing this binder God damn it Oh my it. god That's some real shit That's real I'm not wearing this binder In the apocalypse Fuck y'all That's real That's real so, What would y'all like to see um, Change more immediately In regards to um, Like what would y'all like to see Within the year change what would y'all like to see? I want to see it change right now. <laughs> Real immediate. And then what would y'all like to see within the next, like, um, 20 years? So one is more immediate. So, like, what is more urgent that needs to change that would make your existence, um, you know, just better that's more immediate within the next year? And then what is something that is more feasible that can be done within the next 20. You saying feasible took away my answer. <laughs> I was like, my answer are destroy the binary and destroy the binary. <laughs> I want to burn everything to the But I think at least for me, like what would be love of like immediacy. And I think that is for a lot of us is like that we feel like we can move through space without having to experience violence, mm -hmm. right? That I can just be comfortable in myself and not have to, constantly be worrying about my surroundings and what how other people are perceiving me and then having to deal with or think about the social consequences of that probably not gonna happen in a year maybe that's closer to 20 years uh -huh. but and let's be, be clear love. let's be clear that misgendering somebody is violence oh yeah that is hello violence. and um if you are continually continually misgendering a group of people even after you've been coached on it even after you've been told, hey, this is not cool, even after you've been like, hey, you're right, this isn't cool. Um, if you continue to do that, that is still violence. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't, it, your best of intentions don't mean jack diddly squat to me. Like, I don't give a flying paraplegic chicken. That, <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> that is a Jexian special. <laughs> for, just for Marshall's play, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. But like, it doesn't, like your performative shit don't mean nothing to me if you're not stepping up like i understand that we we it takes baby steps and i understand that it takes patience but a person can only be so patient i'm a very patient person yeah. i'm a ridiculously patient person mm. i will sit here and i will hold your hand through all the things and i will talk to you like you're a cis person if you need mm. to like i will baby step you that much but for it to continually happen like from people who know better is just disappointing mm -hmm. on a deep deep level um so I, I, I feel like if, if you truly care about your siblings, your non-binary and gender non-conforming siblings, you will take that to heart. And every time you misgender or somebody is misgendered, that's like you getting misgendered. Like that, just think back to those feelings of you getting misgendered and how gross and icky and squirmy that feels. Mm -hmm. I, I misgendered, my hand misgendered me the other day. <laughs> Wait a I minute, this is, not this, that's, this is not that kind of show, Diamond. <laughs> Get out of here. No, not that. <laughs> my fucking, I guess this this wouldn't be misgendering. This would be dead naming. But I've done that. <laughs> That's yo. where I fucking was. Right now, my name yep. had changed for fucking years. Yep. Yep. And my hand said, yep. and I don't know where it fucking came yep. from. And I said, what, what the fuck are you doing, motherfucker? The Do you ghost is back. Off? Bitch, did you just <laughs> did you just dead name me, motherfucker? Call out my home government. <laughs> like I was sitting there, like, why did I just sign that name? Right, right. It was crazy. Right. 
and I hadn't seen it, like visually seen it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> so even that moment, I was yeah. like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I went out to a restaurant the other day and that literally happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, and I think at least for me, it's because like the names I use now are variations of my names before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think like sometimes I'm just like on autopilot and I do the thing, but then it's like, I have not seen that combination of letters <laughs> in a long time. And it mine isn't even right. fucking variations. Diamond is nowhere near. <laughs> so why the fuck am I signing this name, right. motherfucker? The ghost has retired. Right. Ah, right. I'm still here. It's Eternalized. Position. Your conditioning right. is still here, ho. Catch it. <laughs> I thought I you got away. Honestly, I'm glad you had brought that up. Like, conditioning? You just conditioning. Uh, I see you. I saw you with the word. I was like, ooh, but speaking of... Just talking about like, and I think this is a conversations that are very hard to Touching. have, even within our spaces. So hard. Uh, yeah, it's like identifying, like especially within like using the right language and something that had been mentioned to me, which I really enjoyed, just like I appreciated it, um, was it being called residual privilege. So mm-hmm. not saying like for um, certain behaviors that like some trans women or trans feminine folks have where it's like, Oh, that shit you doing is like still kind. You know, like that's some shit. Like, like don't say male privilege to a a woman. Don't do that because they don't have male privilege, and we recognize that. Like, trans mm -hmm. women don't have male privilege. That's not a thing. But you were like, we were all socialized, conditioned in a certain way, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I still have residual conditioning where I will make myself small in a space, right? Um, where where a lot of trans men, this is a a thing that um, comes up in those spaces a lot, where um, I wasn't allowed to speak before. Like as a mm. trans, like as a as a woman, like I was told to be quiet and to not take up space and to um, let men have their say and all this stuff. And then as I transitioned as a man, I realized now I hold the power. Mm-hmm. Now I have male privilege, and I don't want to take up the space because I have male privilege, and I want to give quote, my space to unquote. women. Right. Is this a conversation that enemies have with you, Diamond? I'm I'm called a turf because I've. Okay, okay. See, is that Same. right? Same. <laughs> so they tell me, right? People, like, I have literally have like a, a social media stalker that makes oh multiple God. accounts. Well, hey, stalker. And, <laughs> hey, I know you're listening, bitch. Shout right. out. I block you each time, but yeah. <laughs> so, and initially, be, before I knew that this was like a crazy person, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a conversation. Oh, wait, let's reframe that language. Not crazy. Uh, yeah, not crazy. Hey. This is a person who. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Has very strong passions and feelings. <laughs> right. Yes. So, um, and a lot of time. So. Mm, a little excessive. <laughs> yes, it was a really, and so before I knew that, I was like, well, let's have a conversation. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's Let's engage. But instead of coming with some things or coming with some education, it was, you turf motherfucker or you you're turf and <laughs> right. you, you're just a turf you like that's not how things and grows though that's not how I'm like grow. okay well i can't i can't engage with a person like this you right. know cuz i'm not i'm not a turf right and i i think that what i'm saying is valid um is it absolute maybe not right maybe if you had some special kind of upbringing right that you know your mother was she really wanted a girl and she had a boy and then she raised you as a girl right. from the time you came out of the womb. And but you even, never socialized with anybody never, outside any, of the world. Ne- you never socialized Or watched TV or read anything. Or read anything. And then it even, I even think of, I honestly, and I know because 
the the world doesn't give a fuck about studies and mm. that affects trans folks, but you know there's studies that have that that they barely give a fuck about studies that affect black folks, but there mm. has been a little mm. bit of studies about how um black mothers and how racism affect wounds and mm-hmm. their more in their birth rate and premature preemie baby rate intergenerational trauma really? right and so i think that there just like we did studies about race there should be studies about how knowing that a child is about to be male even before conception how that affects the type type of money they spend that type mm-hmm. of care they give i know people say right. Say, oh, I just treat my baby because I want. I'm this gonna baby. love my baby no matter no what. No matter as long what as it is, has ten toes and ten but, fingers, right? And a either two inch I, penis or a one inch. <laughs> if I know it's a boy, how right. do you respond to the baby then? Right. Um. You know, is there a difference? Is there a um? Is there a measurable difference? And how that even that privilege? Because people say, I was, I had these things. You know, I didn't get because I was queer. I didn't have the privileges, but I, even the push to be, the push to be cis heteronormative, mm. even though you resisted it, they still were pushing you to be on the top of the podium, totem mm-hmm. pole. So even that can have some effects that gives you a little bit more confidence, that gives right. you a little bit more room to maneuver and play around and be whatever it could be. Right. Room, um, exactly that. Yeah, the room to do things. Yeah. And I, I Go was ahead. gonna say, at least for me, like. Not only that, but I think typically, I mean, like speaking from my own experience, I feel like normally a lot of trans women have more interactions with like cis men necessarily than like trans masculine folks have had. So it's not necessarily even that's like 100% like right there conditioning, but they are spending more time around cis men and their bullshit behavior that then they emulate that shit in other relationships, like Mm -hmm. with trans masculine folks. And not saying like that's like their male shit or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's based on like their understanding of their womanhood and how they have been treated by cis men. Mm. Navigating a relationship with a man of any other sort that is not right. cis. treating treating them right. like a cis man, treating yes. them like you would a cis man, treating right. treat, treating us like you treat treat trade, right? Like, and like we're not like we there we have different conditionings in that. Um, and the degree of that could be different in different people right, right. how right. that affects you it could right. be different you know you could I, I think um even recently in a situation we had this week um in in a conversation with the person they were saying shit like um well you know I was feeling some type of way about some type of femininity about them they still have this residual um, femaleness about him and this what it was the fagginess that mm-hmm. <laughs> and even those type of things mm-hmm. I'm like even that is a part of that conditioning mm-hmm. that could be lesser or more in different people mm-hmm. and so you know I'm not when I say it I don't mean that it's absolute but right. you can't get me to believe right. that right. you being pushed toward that higher totem pole even if you were a queer male or you were a queer female being pushed to try to be the bottom of the totem pole if you were assigned female at birth or being tr- pushed to be to the top of the totem pole in patriarchy right. that that didn't doesn't f- affect you it's hard for me mm-hmm. to believe that um but yeah i, I well, get caught yeah. and <laughs> i think like for non-binary folks like a lot of this is as it is for trans folks we're making this shit up as we go mm-hmm. like we don't have examples all of like answers, healthy relationships yeah. or what the fuck's going on or all the language like 
Jack is literally wearing a shirt right now that says my oh, shout out to Andrea Gibson. Been <laughs> uh, my pronouns yet. haven't even been created yet. That's right. right. Um, but like also like so holding space and moving, navigating through the world as a man, um, I was more toxic than I had ever been. Mm. Like because of what was modeled to me of what a man is. Mm. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. just echoing and mirroring back the masculinity that was. Um, that was given to me. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what a man is. This is how a man acts. A man grabs you his hard, dick and, and like, hey, how you doing? And, and like, no, not hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, that's, girl, how you doing? Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, and I had to sit. Like, it just made me feel so gross. So I had to sit with that for a while. And I was like, why am I uncomfortable? It's because toxic, toxic masculinity does everybody a disservice. Mm. Right. Like, there are full grown ass men out here who can't cry. Who can't express their feelings? Who can't say they're frustrated with something? Who can't um, express joy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how sad is it to not be able to express joy, right? Be happy, mm-hmm. or like, be able to identify your own emotions, right? Like, right. If you can't Ooh. figure out what they are, you definitely can't communicate let me them tell with y'all, other people. Let me tell y'all about crayon theory. You ever hear me talk about crayon theory? No. Okay. 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 So I have crayon theory. Um, before I started testosterone, so I'm I'm a, I'm a visual artist. Um, and I equate um, crayons to feelings. Um, and before I started testosterone, I had that pristine, beautiful 64-pack brand new with a pencil sharpener on the side. So I had all of the words to express feelings. Um, and I could mm-hmm. just color all the pictures and it'd be the most beautiful thing in the world. But when I started testosterone, it took maybe like a month for me to get the restaurant crayons you know the like crappy rose art ones you get three of them to color on your menu green yellow and red no you get green green and blue and one of them is broken <laughs> so those are those are the emotions that i had as so it's really funny what hormones actually do to you mm. like there was such a difference in thinking for me like everything in me shifted everything was weird and i was like oh this is completely different this is new and uncharted territory and it doesn't give an excuse it doesn't get an excuse for bad behavior. No, mm-hmm. no. But if you think about it, that simplicity in them mm-hmm. right. can set them up for wrongdoing and failure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not, not that that's no, an excuse. No, You're still I fucking human and civil. So right, right. do the right thing. But I, I think that's a beautiful analogy to explain it because I, I, I feel the kind of same way where when – Estrogen just gave me more range. Mm-hmm. Mm. It just gave me more range. You of got the what, 64 box. What, no, not now. <laughs> I ain't been on hormones since. No, in me years. either. Two years. So mine is since 2013. Yeah, okay. so, like two and a half years ago. So I haven't been on hormones since then. Estrogen made me want to bond. Estrogen mm-hmm. made me want to bond a little bit more, cuddle a little bit more often than I normally would. <laughs> it gave things that touched me emotionally was way more sporadically Mm -hmm. and not as um climactic Mm -hmm. like right things that um when i'm not on estrogen is very um yeah it's like boom it's just i i you're there anger is there Mm -hmm. um sadness is there Mm -hmm. um Everything is just there in the moment. It's not like a trickle up or trickle down, or um, it doesn't have the colors. It doesn't have the range of colors. It doesn't have the purple. Yeah, blue, blue, and green. One's broken. Yes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I would definitely I can see say that. Um, 
like at least for me, like, and I've heard from others, mm, I was a crier before. I'd be crying about everything. Mm-hmm. Shit was depressing. Like, I'd be mm-hmm. crying all the time, crying, waking up, crying my mm-hmm. ass to sleep, doing all the things. Puppy dog can, commercials. <laughs> the music. <laughs> do what the white people do. Give them the money. <laughs> Didn't you just do this? <laughs> Right, but it's like that shit used to get me, and I got on tea, and it was like it was actually startling for me because in that way, like I did not recognize myself. It took almost a year for me to like break tear. And then once the water mm -hmm. broke, oh, once it broke, it broke, which like I actually love because once like I can get it out, like I get it out. Like Mm. crying is cathartic. It's healthy. Did you you need to do it? Did you go through a stage where you were trying to fit the more? masculine or was it always that um, kind of yeah i think like i didn't tell my my story um <laughs> i didn't who have, are you lane tell us about you. you um grew up in the chicagoland area um had a pretty progressive liberal whatever the hell family um didn't really care bother i wasn't like forced into any norm etc you can see in my like elementary photos though that like i don't start smiling until i'm wearing like boy clothing or like mm. masculine clothing etc um so only thing my mom didn't like was that i hated shopping that was about it didn't rem- didn't matter what type of clothing i just hated shopping and she didn't like that um came out as queer first bisexual um at 13 and really that practicing was practicing or just saying that because that's a label that's more acceptable uh no, like I like was like I just I didn't have language for pansexual. Okay, so I identified as bisexual at the time. Cause um, I knew most in in high school when people would say that they were bisexual, they really was gay. They were on the way, and they just said bisexual even though they weren't having sex with right. the opposite sex. <laughs> I mean, with the with the opposite sex, they mm-hmm. just were saying it just so it could be more palatable to people. Right. Um. No, it wasn't that though. I did find it interesting that like it really wasn't until puberty that I even like acknowledged that like. A Mab people existed. Like I just thought, like there were girls and there were not so cute girls. <laughs> so you thought everybody was girls. Right? Like I was not really like even myself. Like when I saw myself with people, like I was sexual at a young age. Like and it wasn't really till high school that I started like getting with boys or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I always saw myself as like I'm with this person. Like I'm with this girl or I'm with this boy. I never saw it as like this is a boy girl relationship or this is like a girl girl mm. relationship. It was always just me with another person. Um, and also like my queerness, like as a young kid, like I'm, am I oblivious ass? I was like, oh, everyone's like that. I was like, what do you mean you don't just like people? Like, what do you mean you only mm. like that was something that didn't make sense to me because I was like, everyone's cute. I just don't like the ones that are assholes. Like that's <laughs> hey. like that's literally it. So it was really hard for me to even like wrap my mind around like straightness or like gayness and again being a non-binary folk there's nothing about me that's like binary or one end or the other so the idea of being straight or being gay a hundred percent picking one yeah that's not a thing for me also i don't think it's real but that's another <laughs> conversation <laughs> uh, okay um, that's not a different conversation <laughs> that's this conversation real. i feel like that's real um <laughs> but i came out i came out as bi um at like 12 13 and that was really only because my Mom had a gay boss, and they used to go to the Pride Parade in Chicago. And my mom used to tell me that because there were like naked men, I couldn't go. It was too mature. Um, so I came out as queer, and I was like, "I'm old enough to go to the parade, damn it!" 
<laughs> I was like, if I'm old Take enough to, to be gay, where's the naked man? Right. <laughs> Hello. I'm like, if I'm old enough to be gay, I'm old enough to go to this parade. Damn it. Okay. Um. And so there was that. There wasn't really. It was like, okay. The only question I got was, are you having sex? And I was like, no, not yet. Mm. Wait till I'm 14. That's a lie. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a lie. It was the truth at the time. Um, I was having sex in kindergarten. Oh. Ooh. Child, I was masturbating in my little, my little kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Nap I wasn't time that was far. fun. <sighs> okay, I'm done with you. That's the only way I can go to sleep. <laughs> it was Bill Clinton sex, but it was, you know, right. it was sex. Right. I mean, I started at a young age too, etc. With myself, exploring myself <laughs> at a younger age, um, but it wasn't until like. Again, like I was saying, it was like me with these other people. I mm-hmm. never really had this like, right, that like there's a sameness or an otherness in any sort of way. I guess in a way it was like all otherness. It was me and whatever else. Um, <laughs> whatever wh- else. Whatever else. Um, whatever Arm, that looks chair, like. cactus. <laughs> I'm down. Pans. Pansexual. Pans. You know, all the jokes. Ah. Um, but just moving through space and i something that i think is very interesting is like when we look hindsight hindsight's 2020 um literally like i came back returned from college i was in kansas for six years for college um returned home and i was like going through old stuff my mom was like we're throwing stuff out we're moving like look at this stuff and i found an old like diary um, from when i was in middle school and it was literally like writings from me when i'm like 11 12 like being like i'm gender fluid and like all this other stuff that i just like didn't even i just completely blacked out the fact that like all of my sports like jerseys from middle school where did you get that language from right even that i'm looking at it like now i'm 18 and i'm like how the fuck the 12 year old me know that shit how did i block that out uh 23 okay so uh, probably around that age is um when i first heard the word genderqueer was from logo they did a uh, Ooh, logo right <laughs> they did a documentary of genderqueer and i remember it being up at like 3 a.m and sobbing because there was finally a word that fit me that's some real shit like, oh my god i was like this is it this is the one i was like i'm not a boy i'm not a girl i'm genderqueer this is the one and just like rolling right. tears down my face i was like i finally have a home i finally have a word and people talk about how oh, we don't need all these labels yes the fuck we do oh yes we do like, we need vernacular that describes us so we know that we're not alone that we're not broken that right. we need it to be not rigid and it, it, it has to constantly evolve like right. language Actually, does naturally yeah. right. we, it constantly evolves mm-hmm. it just because this is rooted around gender gender and religious bullshit right. they feel like oh we can't change it when we change language all the fucking time. Mm. We, right. What terrorists meant in 2001 Hello. is not what terrorists means now. Right. Or we're trying to get it to mean or right. um, language adjusts and adapts because we we create it for communication. Yes. And that's the point. And so when we are changing language, when our community is changing language, is to be able to communicate to your yes. motherfucking ass mm-hmm. what we need from you <laughs> yep. and how we want to be acknowledged. That's what yep. it is. As simple as that. Yeah. And um, for me, like, clearly, I don't know if there was some sort of associated trauma or what, like, for me, where I just did not remember. Like, I couldn't even, like, take, wow. you know, like, whether there's something, right? Like, I did not recall that shit at all. Or looking back. Um, where it's like my middle school and high school, like sports jerseys, like doing track, doing all the sports, et cetera. 
women's rugby in college. Oh my god, <laughs> that's where I met my I boyfriend. If that doesn't sound rugby. like anything, two hard ass lesbians turning into two men. If that don't tell you no goddamn thing about rugby, uh, is right. rugby officially non-binary? Because I love rugby as well, and there are oh, other yes, non-binary folk that I know that are like, yes, rugby, fuck football, fuck soccer, fuck yes. all the other sports, yes. but rugby, yes, uh, do rugby. <laughs> Uh, do rugby uh, uh, all the way, um, but all my sports jerseys like Lane is like my family name. Like most black folks know me as Lane. Legally, my name is Alphonse, which is really oh. weird to get letters from you. In what? The mail. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Who the fuck is Alphonse? Right. Is this some Full Metal Alchemist shit? <laughs> yes, it is, honey. Yes, it is. Um, but like all my sports jerseys and shit said Alphonse on it. Like literally, I I can remember now. Like in middle school and high school. I told people to call me Alphonse, and it's like I, I got to a point in which it was like, oh, transgender, like there's all these words, I can do hormones, I can do all these things, and yes. I'm like, how do I just Same separate, way. I did not question at all the fact that, honey, I was using a whole ass goddamn male name right. for literally right. six years of my life, and literally like did not even recognize that, or I shaved my, I remember senior year of high school, shaved my head with my mom, donated the hair, um, and I went to work, and I worked at a roller rink with a lot of young people, et cetera. And this young kid came up to me and they were like, oh, what happened to the girl that worked here? When did they hire this new boy? And I was like, they just fired her ass yesterday. <laughs> and like, but, but I'm here. Right. And, and literally, okay, the, I fired her. Right. Literally for the next six months before I moved to Kansas for then college, I just moved to the space as a boy. Mm. And I was like, this is great. But right. For some reason, my ass was never like. Mm, honey, maybe you are not cisgender. <laughs> and I then mean. I, right, and then I honestly, again, which that I'm, was like, problematic, yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is the trans, <laughs> I'm like, this is a trans agenda uh, oh, right whoop. here. Well, boop. Um, I really think it's just, again, when it's like people admire us, like it's just living our truth. Mm -hmm. That's the trans agenda is that we think everyone should be free mm -hmm. from this bullshit. Um, but I, I was dating. your best life. Right, I was dating um, a trans woman who, again, I, I thought was so funny of how we had even met. Because my whole entire life, I was always attracted to masculine presenting like women and like feminine presenting men. Um, so when I met her, I was like, "Ooh, you a pretty boy." I was like, "I like my boys with long hair and like all this shit." She's like, "Honey, I'm a goddamn woman." Whoop! <laughs> 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 right? And I was like, "Oh, I'm a lady as fuck." Oh, excuse me, I did not know not shit. The blah blah blah, all this stuff. She had just started her transition, etc. Very patient with me, um, but we were together for like three months, and she was like. Honey, you a whole ass not sis. <laughs> you a whole ass tranny, honey. I was like, what? She's like, uh, we've been together for three months, and all I'm saying is all the conversations that we've had sounds like all the thoughts that I've had. All these are all things. At some I point, right? Words these of are a all feather. Things, right. Hello. These are all things and feelings that I have gone through, and this is the language that I have that I use for myself. And like I encourage you to explore with that. So it was another trans person. Boop, I'ma tag you. Hello, new tranny number two. You're it. Right. Right. <laughs> You're it. Tag the next one, honey. We tag multiply the next one. Right? But I think again, it's like really just being able to live our truth. Like right. that is a trans agenda, is that we're liberating people. The we're allowing them to be their true self. Right. The fact that you chose your name like that is really funny because that's also how I got my name. But my name I, I used to go by Jack, like Jackson. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, simple, easy. But um, so I combined my name and my given name, um, which I also have n never had a problem saying my given name. So I combined Jackson and Jennifer and it was like, okay, right. So, uh, Jenny Lynn, actually. Okay. Flip it. <laughs> <laughs> not Jenny Lynn. <laughs> yes. I'm still Jenny from the block. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. 
No, no that bitch dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's not. She's living deep. They inside. bought the block. It's gone. <laughs> the, the block is gone. It's been gentrified. It's, the block is gentrified. <laughs> now it's just Jenny. She ain't got no goddamn home. Goddamn. <laughs> but it, it's it's funny because like as a child playing make believe with my like my best friend was a boy playing make believe. I was always okay. Call me Jack. My name is Jackson this time. Um, I'm gonna be. Jack now. I'm going to be Jackie thing. and mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to be this butch dude and we're going to play with swords and fly on <laughs> dragons that are trees and like that was my childhood. I always played as a boy with the boys. Um and had a crush on the sister. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Real. But like it's funny that Even that's... that has changed with you, right? Huh? Even that has kind of changed with you, right? What, my name? Thank you. No, no, no. Your not sexual your orientation? Your orientation. My sexual orientation has changed a lot. Yeah. Um. So I started out really, 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 really liking women. Mm-hmm. Um. I've always loved women. I still really love women. Um. But transitioning, starting hormones, which I feel like is a very common thing that happens with people who transition. Um. You start to look at like the opposite. I don't know how to fucking say that. I, I started mm-hmm. looking at dudes and I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh, he's pretty. I think it's like a fine. A I think it's a fine balance of like, do I think that's hot or do I want to be, be that? that. Yes. <laughs> real shit. It's yes, like, that's, that's a like beautiful man. I don't know if I'm trying to be you. Like, I don't know if I'm trying to get your, your dick or get your dick. Right. That's it. I can't tell. Both. Yes. What's your workout routine? And then how strong testosterone is. I'm like, you don't give a fuck about who you fucking. But at okay. that point. it expanded. It most, expands what you're able to deal with. Most yep, people, most people, that's the case. For me, it wasn't. Um, like for the it closed first, it off. Yeah, for the first like year or two, I was like, ooh, that's pretty. Ooh, that's pretty. Ooh, a table. Uh. But, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hump everything. Chihuahua. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Testosterone. Yeah. Increases the sex drive. But yep. then, like, it all dried up, and it was like, well, you get no more sex drive, and I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm asexual now. So, like, right now, mm. I kind of identify as asexual. Um, more gray sexual because I just have zero, I, but like also a lot of that is tried up in other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't so much have gender dysphoria anymore, but I have a fuck ton of body dysmorphia. Like mm-hmm. I am a bigger person and even in completely inclusive spaces, fat phobia is still a fucking thing. Right. So like having to work through that. Um, and not wanting somebody to see my body because it's quote unquote disgusting. It's not. My body is beautiful. We're mm, working on it. Speak that. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, but being trans, that's one thing. So being trans, then being fat, then being mm-hmm. neurodivergent and a person with mental health disorders. Like I am facing so many things within mm. this world. Finding love is goddamn near impossible. Mm. Like finding somebody that's like, oh, so you you got some mental disorders. Okay, that's fine. We can work with that. Oh, oh so you you kind of chunky. I like them bigger. Like, come on, come through. <laughs> and then finding somebody that's like, oh, you trans? That's fine. I love all bodies. And then finding somebody that's like, oh, well, you're non-binary. Well, okay. Like that's that's a lot of boxes to check off. And that's way yeah. That's one in the lottery. Like. And narrowing it down to that one motherfucker <laughs> right. who, can, right. who like, can deal, has an edu- cultural competency to deal yeah. with all that. And, and not to mention being a person of fucking color. Really? <laughs> like, I've been with other trans people of color and like honestly like me trying to be authentic to myself and like being like this is my mental health situations or uh-huh. it's like oh we can be safe. You want an authentic me in a relationship? You right. want to be full honesty, etc. I'm like, wait till that first panic attack, honey. You haven't, you <laughs> haven't then, seen my meltdown. See if you still like me. I'm wrong. Like, I'm real cute. Thing. I'm real cute. Bouncing around. I'm, I'm still real cute until I'm not real cute. Right. Honey. I'm real cute. Bouncing around in this conference, being like, ah, I feel awkward. But when I'm actually starting to hyperventilate in the corner and I put my earbuds in, like, 
because I don't mm. care who you are. All love is conditional. I don't mm. care who you are. You can say you are Jesus himself. All love is conditional to me. Like it, that's the way I have experienced it in my world. That mm. is so if I don't, there is going to be something somewhere that I do not meet or measure up to with your expectation where you're going to be like, well, well, I love you a little less now. Mm. Because like, that's what was modeled to me. That was what my mother gave me. Like, mm. that's that's the gift my mother gave me um, in dealing with that shit. So, like, that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah, though, I know my trauma don't let me. Even when people are like, I love you, I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, like, you, you <laughs> I'm love like, what you I don't see. believe that shit. Right. I'm like, my dog loves me. Do- I take it That's back. It. My dog loves me unconditionally. <laughs> Shout out to Shasta Shia, my fuzzy little heartbeat. Her birthday was on uh, April 9th, and she is now, or April 8th, and she is now nine years old. Yeah. That hey. is beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> la, 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 la. So we're gonna wrap up. Um, what's some last things, some last statements? Oh shit. I don't know if this is really a last statement. This is something that I had brought up, like dealing with in my work and like thinking mm-hmm. about like advocacy, actual legislation. Um, me just moving to Washington, I'm working on like legislation with other organizations, etc. Um, they already have an X on their birth certificate, um, mm-hmm. but they're working with the DOL, Department of Licensing, on working on getting an X on their license. Um, and coming from a place of scarcity, coming from like Kansas where I had nothing, I never even thought about top surgery because I was like, I don't got the insurance for this. I don't got the right. money for this. So I just put it on my head because I didn't Ooh, want God. to think about $8, it. $8, like I didn't want to think about something I didn't have access to and then have to dwell on that. Like I just knew it wasn't available. Um, so now moving to a place where so much is accessible, it's still almost overwhelming. Like I'm still like frozen almost by the availability, like how easy it is to mm-hmm. access stuff and just yeah. how many options there are. Um, but me specifically, um, there are non-binary people in the room who are like, I'm so fucking excited to be able to put an X on my shit. Me, myself, and my experience, no, honey. Yes, an X is validating, but I don't need another goddamn thing that shows up on my license. Like, when I'm already black, over. honey, right? When they pull my ass over, I don't exactly. need nothing that lets them say, oh, it's one of them. When I have to get arrested or some shit, I don't mm-hmm. want something that says they already putting our asses in oh, solitary. Let me sexual, they, sexual assault them. They're already putting <laughs> our asses in solitary, and now I got a thing on my ID that says you don't know what to do with me. Put my ass in solitary. Like right. I get, I want to be here for the folks that are validated by that, and ideally we can should be in a world or be able to get to a world where that is not the case. But again, we are moving through a world where this is very real and there are very real consequences to that this. X literally just becomes a target. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I can only imagine that's my, my first thought would be I'm getting stopped by a cop and they see the X and right. in that moment they say, Oh, right. But as it is right now, my license says female. That's still a target. That's real. Yeah. You look at me and I'm congruent. not a woman, but mm-hmm. I won't change it to a man because there are so many times like you will get thrown in a men's prison. Mm, like that is my shit. biggest fear. I say that all yep. the time. I'm like, I don't want to be thrown. Like if I get into trouble or something fucking happens because I am a like brown person mm-hmm. walking through this world. I'm fucking black. I'm Spanish. Like if I get arrested for whatever fucking reason they have, they're like, oh, well, it says M on your license. You, you go into men's prison. Uh, uh, what? You would just tell them. You would right. <laughs> right. Honey, I'm a whole ass woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, my, name, my name is Jennifer Lynn. Hi, nice to meet you. You want to see the You ain't got to say honey. that. You but you can say, you know, they they now they won't put you with population. But, they put you. Right. right. In solitary. But then there's also mm-hmm. things, medical shit, like we were talking about. Right. Like if you there, I know people who have come to roadblocks when they changed their 
F to M on their license or and le- legally changed it, they couldn't get like the medical care that they needed. They're like, yeah. they're, like they need emergencies. Like, what do you call it? Insurance would be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you right. can't do it. And there's been people who's fucking died because of that. Right. And there's ovarian and um, uterine cancer that runs in my family. Right. Like, so that's already something that I have to deal with. And I'm right. like, I don't, I don't, I don't want any extra bullshit yeah. with that. So. Right. Yeah, no, I just literally got all my, finally just got all my own documents back with everything on M on it. Um, And it seems honestly kind of surreal. Like for the longest time I was like fighting for that and Mm -hmm. now I have it and I'm like, oh honey, that's a cute ID. Shut up. Look Uh, at my gender. (coughs) It's not on there. Bitch. (laughs) It's not on there at all? No, it's not. I filed it off. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? It says sex blank. So I I took a like You daring. Oh, but but nobody ever catches it. They That's look real. and they're like, oh, it's not there. Okay. Honestly, mm. for the same time, for the longest time, honey, maybe a non-conforming. I was like, I'm gonna keep this f on here. I ain't no paying no goddamn cover. You <laughs> 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 don't see my ladies oh, night. Oh, you, know, you see a little stuff and you're like, oh, I'm just, honey, you see this f on this ID? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, funny. Honey, excuse me uh no and like speaking to the prison like at the end of the day like yes i want to move through this space as like a masculine person but like again one of the characteristics of like hallmark femininity is a fucking pussy it's uh-huh. a vagina and right. at the end of the day even though we move into male privilege which i think is bullshit we mm-hmm. really don't at the end of the day we are still just as vulnerable mm-hmm. because we still we have talked that. About that at the end of the day yeah. they find that out it's game over it's the yep. same shit yep my closing comments. <laughs> like, there I'm you like, go. Legislation. <laughs> whole ass <laughs> other conversation. Blah, blah, blah. All these things. Bam, but bam, bam. At least for me, like, that's something where it's like, when we think about the things we're doing, like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, this is for non-binary folks. Like, all this shit. Like, is this for non-binary folks? Is this centering black non-binary folks? Right. At least in my experience, it's not. This non-binary X marker shit, there's some white trans people bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not shit for and me. All, this has real consequences to me. All mm. the role models of, like, non-binary people are fucking white people Ugh. like all of them are white and skinny Ugh. 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 but okay my closing statement mm-hmm. is that if you are out there no i if i know you are out there you are non-binary you are gender non-conforming you are questioning your gender you don't you don't know where you belong a gender a gender right two spirit you don't you Hello. don't know but we love you we see you. You're valid. I, I validate you. We validate you. You However are heard. We are working very hard to build spaces for everybody. That include everybody. Um, yeah. Even the space at this conference. This is a brand new track. This right? conference has been happening yeah. for eight years, and this is brand new just because, honestly, Jack stood up and Ooh. said, I'm a whole ass non-binary person. So showed up in the men's group. Femme is all hell. Looking good is all hell. And because they took that first step to say it, mm. it allowed me to feel comfortable enough right. to say it. And that also pushed me more into my radicalness of recognizing if I couldn't do it here, if where I couldn't could do, do it, it with us, where could I do it? There's never, you're never too old to explore your gender. When no. we came yeah, out, there was a lot of uh, older binary trans folks who said, if I had this language... This mm-hmm. is how I would identify. Honey, it's never too late to identify that way. You don't still you can no. still be just as woman and still present the same way and still do all the things and take on a non-binary title. If that's valid to you, that's valid to you. Non-binary folks cannot medically transition. Right. You, you don't, don't have, have to, to be on hormones. hormones to be trans, honey. Trans right. doesn't look oh, like not shit. Trans looks like whatever you look like if you trans. Mm. That's right. Yep. That's fucking right. So so many so many people get flack for not 
for not medically quote unquote transitioning in any way or not wanting surgery or not having surgery or not taking some kind of hormones but girl you you, you just is valid i love you you just right. is valid uh, it isn't a book it's not a book of what you have to do and i think that's what i'm learning because i just come from old guard because i'm old and <laughs> and you know i come from a fucking a midwest little small city and when i came into the community it was it was it was this was this is what you do this is mm-hmm. you conform to cisness and there were privileges literally that came with conforming to that mm-hmm. to the peak level that that get that came with i can work mm-hmm. i can and and be in this space and um privilege from cis and from the queer community mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know i come in this space and i'm that bitch right, right. you know they're you like still... oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you you know you we don't have none of the issues i have da, da, da. Mm-hmm. so there was a a social capita that came with mm-hmm. doing that and so getting older and seeing you know people kind of shatter that I don't get defensive, me personally, because mm-hmm. I know who the fuck I am. So I don't, right. I'm never going to see somebody doing something new and I'm going to be like, oh, what the fuck? That's, I'm, I'm, that's not you. Yeah, that's not my my mm-hmm. personality anyway. But it, it, I immediately, when I saw it, I immediately was thinking like, this is, this is, um, this can free more people, people who don't fit that. Mm-hmm. Who don't have the privilege of feeding that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just gives people more room to be to wiggle and say, "Hey, yeah. this is how I present. This is what I want." Yeah, especially yeah. right is more accepting <laughs> for those of us who are not able to pass or right. not trying to pass. Like right. it allow it opens up that margin to allow mm-hmm. people to just be people, just be people, mm-hmm. right? However, wherever we fall in that, right, right. So thank y'all. Yeah, y'all absolutely. are gonna hear. I'm gonna be on the podcast. Yo, when you sent that message, I was like, "Let me cry." <laughs> I'm like, "Let me cry." I'm I was like, like I, "Did I wake up?" Because I saw it right when I woke up. I was like, "Am I reading this right?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is gonna make it onto the podcast, but real shit, want to give a shout out. Like, this podcast has saved my life. Oh, like thank this you. shit coming from last year like as I was problematic as we are <laughs> <laughs> even still like the fact that i could on days where i did not think that i could get out of bed or that it was worth it getting out of bed being mm. able to turn on the podcast and hear black trans mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. and laughter mm-hmm. and acceptance your laughter thank you. is so beautiful thank i love you. it every time i hear it i'm like yeah truly truly healing thank you of course so this is a fucking honor, uh, a <laughs> right. fucking honor. i'm gonna you. put my mama on here it's like a dream come true it's crazy yeah. oh my god i just thank you for blessing me i'm like i didn't know because in in right. houston i don't know one that identifies mm-hmm. i can't even think baby right. but she i don't know why <laughs> but so i was like ah oh. i don't know you know any redheads <laughs> i do <laughs> i'm sure they out there <laughs> so i was like well, i'm just gonna have to wait but like i'm gonna be tech that's okay because i know they're just it. waiting for excellence that's all. Oh, exactly no yeah. i have to say we actually we had uh, someone come to our thing who's from houston i think we had two people who came up who were really houston. yes absolutely see let me link mm-hmm. boom like that you have to you'll have to come sit in on our thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think we did a show. I think we did All a right. show. 
So, all right. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.